guys and y'all hope you're doing well good morning to everybody who likes to say good morning so uh, this is just going to be a quick announcement because um i know that because of who i am i attract a lot of energies right and a lot of people to my channel to my posts and stuff and that's both light and dark i'm very aware of the concept of moth to flame and my purpose is to help heal uplift motivate inspire people and to mainly get people to use their own god-given powers most high given powers universally given powers that they have come here with that either have not been activated have been um covered up have been taken away however it's happened you know uh one of the ways that i lost my so-called power was through narcissistic abuse and also religion okay now i'm not saying that people in religion don't have powers or that they are powerless i'm saying that's one of the ways that i remained limited personally not speaking for anyone else Personally, I remain limited through religion and through narcissistic abuse because when you're being gaslighted and projected upon and things like that, those are actually curses, y'all. And I don't hear too many people talk about it, but gaslighting is actually a curse thrown upon you. You could consider it like a vex. And projection is a curse. You consider it you could consider it like a um a witchcraft glamour. Now what a glamour is is when somebody takes uh false imagery and covers themselves with it. If you've ever seen vampire diaries, you can rem probably remember how they used to mesmerize people. And what it was was they were able to mind read and control people's thoughts. Okay, that's a form of projection. Alright. That's also a form of gaslighting because what happens in gaslighting is uh, they pretend as if they don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I didn't say that. Uh, you, you took it the wrong way. I didn't mean it like that. I was just joking. That's gaslighting, okay? And a gaslighting is, um, gaslighting is actually a vex, in my opinion. You probably won't hear anyone else on YouTube say that. And projection is kind of like a glamour spell. Because when you project your insecurities or yourself or falsehoods onto another person, insecurities, whatever, falsehoods, broad generalizations, stereotypes, etc. onto another person, you not only change their outlook, you change their energetic field. That is why I say you don't accept that bullshit from people. Don't accept projection. Don't accept gaslighting. Don't accept none of that foolishness. You stop the motherfuckers in their tracks okay all right you know back in the day we used to say talk to the hand <laughs> talk to the hand bitch no no ma'am no ma'am and that's why i turn curses back around on people and they start saying shit about me that i know is from the pits of hell and it's really about them and even if it ain't about them when they start saying shit about me that i know and my soul and the depths of my motherfucking soul ain't about me i turn that shit right back around on them okay it's not just because i'm a super empath and i'm mirroring or i am a mirror it's because it's important to turn those curses around because that shit gets in your auric field your energetic field 
and it and it can clog up your energy and attach to you like smog. I like to use the analogy of tar or black goo, which tar is a black goo. Black goo is a demonic. I don't know why my voice is shifting like that, but either way, black goo is a demonic um essence it's like a form of a negative very negative form of dark matter and anything conceivable that's wicked and um destructive can come out of black goo all right so i like to use the analogy of tar and somebody you know when tar gets on something it's not going anywhere it's like glue and so when people project onto you, that's what it can do to your energetic field if you don't stop them and turn that shit back around on them. All right. So when I came here thousands of years ago and people don't have to believe it, but I know what I know because I've seen it and I was shown it because I asked to be shown past lives. And I know that this is not my first time here. And other people have also picked up that uh, this is not my first time here. Strangers have also um, realized and found out that this is not my first time being here. I came here thousands of years ago helping people and healing people. People in my village did not always have the money to pay me. So we had a barter system and we, I would have the herbs and they would come and get the herbs and if they were too indigent or poor to pay for it I would let them have it for free but I was still able to um operate because of the blessings of the universe and other wealthier people in the community in the you know region that knew I was a healer and supported me as well there is no spiritual work that that most people are going to do for free forever. You even pay to get healed in your church. Do you understand you get you're paying to get healed in your church, but they're not usually healing you. You're paying to get healed, you're paying for their time, you're paying for their electricity, you're paying for their divination aka their bible reading. You're paying for their um channeling aka I heard a message from God and God said and the most high said and Jesus said that's channeling okay so you're paying for that in the form of tithes offerings and donations are you not so please do not come to me expecting me to do any readings for free i am only going to do them for payment and the reason why is because i'm going to explain why because for me, this was not just about money. I didn't even start charging, okay, until recently. Over a year and a half on my old channel, Cosmic Jewels, I didn't charge for nothing. I just dropped content for free. The reason why I'm going to charge and I have a right to charge is because when I read for people, I take on their energy. And or I can take on the energy of entities and people around them. Meaning, for example, I did a reading a week and a half ago. I took on the symptoms <clears throat> and not purposefully, it just happens. This is how I know I'm a true empath. 
during the reading, I began to have the symptoms of the person that I was reading for, and I've never met them a day in my life. They were hundreds of miles away. <clears throat> and I was recording the readings, and this is why I record on camera, because she could see that I was having the same symptoms. And I didn't know these were her symptoms, but I started to feel, I started to realize, okay, these must be your symptoms because this usually doesn't happen to me. And she confirmed later, yes, that is what it was. Okay. Another thing that happens is when I'm about to read for someone, there are times when I get sick. I don't think, I don't think people understand what empathic, true empathic people like myself go through that have not, that are not just a super empath that are uh, not just a highly sensitive person or HSP type personality type and spiritual type, but are an INFJ dash T personality type, which again is the same personality type of Martin Luther King Jr. and Nelson and Nelson Mandela. Now there are other people in the world that are INFJs dash T because some of them have contacted me, but as far as famous people, those are the two main famous people I know of that had that personality type. Okay. Um, and you know how many people Nelson Mandela tried to help Martin Luther King. Like, come on now, every damn near every city you go to in the U.S. with any sizable African-American population, you will see a MLK Boulevard. I just passed through Elizabethtown, North Carolina. Child, that, that town is as small as Mayberry. And if you knew Andy Griff of TV show, Mayberry was a small place. Elizabethtown, North Carolina is like Mayberry and even they have a MLK Boulevard, okay? So when I read for people, even before I get to even before I get to the reading. See, cuz I'm going to explain this because there are people out there that have been hurt by the church. Yes, I understand. I have bad taste in my mouth from certain things too. Gotten over it, but it's you know, it's still there. There are people that have been hurt by the church. There are people that have been, have been hurt by organizations and schools and other, um, and the temples and the mosque and, you know, um, other groups, cults, sects, um, religions. People have been hurt by spiritual teachers and spiritual, so-called spiritual teachers and spiritual leaders, um, you know, schools of thought, Pan-Africanism, you know, Egyptology, whatever comedic uh comedic um religion whatever nawabia um hebrew israelite whatever you would like to you know insert into this blank so i understand that you're always going to have bad experiences in the earth there is no perfection here all right it's not allowed in this realm but when i get ready to read for people the reason why i charge and i'm always going to charge for readings and for dream interpretations and dream consultations and spiritual consultations and um, things like that is because when I get ready to read for people, I I can get sick and have gotten sick. The last couple of readings I did, not all of them, but there was a reading that I did in the beginning of November for a lady and she's got a great anointing on her. She has a beautiful soul. And she knows who she is. I got sick before I did her reading. The demonic was trying to stop me so bad before her reading that I got sick for hours before I did her reading. 
I've never met this lady. This is all over. This is all through the internet, you know, digital. And they knew I was going to give her her message. And they said, we're going to shut Brie the fuck up. Or we're going to delay her. Not only did they make me sick for hours when I finally recovered enough to do her reading and was feeling better. Because I started banishing the motherfuckers and thwarting them in my own personal way. Not only did they make me sick, they decided, okay, we're going to fuck up her internet. This is not the man. Trust me, it wasn't the CIA and the, and the powers of big bad man. No, this was the demonic. My internet dropped the fuck off when I went to upload her reading. I recorded it. When I went to upload that bad boy, that motherfucker dropped off. It took me six fucking hours to get her reading uploaded. I had to end up going to Starbucks to upload it. I don't know what happened to my internet. It just, all of a sudden, when I was uploading hers, it dropped off. So I told her, I said, a lot tried to stand in the way of me giving you this message and this encouragement and this empowerment. That is another reason. I could feel her anointing and her positivity, but that's another reason why I know they wanted to stop me. But do they work as hard with other people? No. So I know I'm called. So I got sick before her reading. There was another lady I did a reading for. I got sick before her reading. I got really dizzy. They come and they fuck with my energy when they know I'm about to give somebody some a reading. Why? Because they know that that reading is going to be life-changing for that person and confirmatory. So let me give you another example. Did a reading for a skeptic, you know, the friend of mine that I said was a skeptic. I told her because, you know, there were some financial things going on. And I told her, I said, well, you know, you've got the family here. You've got the Ten of Pentacles. I think money's going to be okay. Money's going to be fine. You know, everything's going to be okay. Your, your parents are going to be fine. Everything's going to be good, okay? I just found out. So I did the reading back in like October. I just found out yesterday, last night actually, that her parents got a windfall of almost 60 grand. Oh no, almost 50 grand. Got a windfall of almost 50 grand. Not only did they move to a new house back in like November, they got a windfall of almost 50 grand. Just out of the blue, unexpected money. I told her that the money would be okay. I told her they wouldn't have nothing to worry about. And now it's happened at the first of the year. Actually, it happened before the first of the year. It happened before they got here, before the first of the year. But still, I didn't find out about it until last night. She didn't tell me till last night. So I told her, I said, remember that reading? It was true. I told you money would be okay. I told you everything would be all right. I told you your folks would be fine. And now look. They moved. They got a new place. And they got money in the bank. So this is why the demonic thwarts people like me because they know I'm real. So the reason why I don't do readings for free is because I come, I can come under spiritual attack and, and do sometimes come under spiritual attack when I'm reading for people, especially if it's a very important person. Like I won't say anybody's not important, but if it's a very important messages about a spiritual message about a spiritual path, I can end up getting sick. They will 
know that I'm going to read for the person and then uh, attack my body or they will attack um, my electronics or something but usually they'll attack my body so that's why I don't do readings for free it's not fair to ask somebody to go through that for free now there are you know, if somebody really, really needs um, assistance with something, then I'll consider it. But, you know, I got to eat like everybody else. And that's just what the fuck it is. And while I have my own income, aside from, you know, any uh, business aspect, still, I'm not going to open portals and read for people and subject myself to spiritual attack for free unless it's a general reading on my channel if it's a personal reading i'm not doing it for free okay um because people have a lot going on with them sometimes and a lot of times actually and what happens is when i go into those realms when i open them cards up and i start journeying as i call it or traveling and channeling and remote viewing their life their past lives i can pick up energies along the way and they can follow me or they can attach to me or they can uh start to linger now i haven't really had that problem because my house is cleansed and protected um as is the space i'm always cleansing and i'm always protecting the space where i do readings but at the same time i am opening myself up to that and so i'm going to be compensated in anybody that doesn't think it's fair for me to be compensated. You just don't need to get no reading from me. Go watch a general. Don't get no personal from me because I am going to charge. So, and when it comes to readings for donations, um, I only do like celebrity readings for donations. I don't, I'm not going to do personal readings for donations. I thought about that, but then spirit said, no, don't do that. Because what will happen is you'll do the reading and then the person will turn around and give you $5. And you'll do a 30-minute reading. My readings are in-depth and they are deep, y'all. Those little general readings that I post on YouTube, that's not that's not that's not how my personals are. Okay. So I'm not gonna spend 15, 20, 30 minutes and somebody give me five dollars for a reading. Nah, it's just not gonna happen. Because that's too much energy. When I do a reading, I get tired afterwards. I am drained afterwards. That's why when I'm uploading generals, I don't do any more than six in a day because that's my maximum. Um, when it comes to personals, personal readings, if I do usually, usually I do personals one, uh, one at a time, and then I take some break time in between. And when I do personals, the other thing is I clear my schedule. So people are going to pay me for that. If I'm clearing my schedule on other shit I need to be doing to do a personal, I deserve to be compensated for that because that means I've got to change everything else going on to make sure that I set this time aside. And I and I am the type of person, if I got a reading scheduled on a day, I'm not running errands that day. I'm not out shopping or doing whatever, lollygagging. I'm not sitting back eating popcorn and watching TV, okay? I'm not on the phone kikiing it with my nigga. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I'm I'm not, I'm not, you know, shooting the shit and smoking a goddamn cigar on the back patio. I, I, I'm, I'm focused. I'm focused on my client. What my client has asked me, what I'm picking up, their needs. I'm taking notes. 
I'm getting energy off of them the whole day. Sometimes it starts days before I actually do the reading. I start picking up stuff about the person. It's like as soon as the permission is granted, okay, I'm going to her. Then, then, then the spirit guys start bringing me all this information. So when it's actually time for me to do the reading, I set aside that day just to focus on the clients, however many are scheduled. I don't mix other shit in with that. I'm not working on my YouTube. I'm not doing podcasting. I'm not talking for hours on the phone, you know, or whatever while I got readings that I got to do that day because I want my energy to remain clear. And then before I start the reading, I have to center myself. I have to focus. I have to cleanse. I have a method to this so-called madness. You know what I mean? I have a method to this. And that takes time. It takes energy. It takes supplies. You know, burning Palo Santo and sage. That shit is not cheap. I mean, over time, it adds up in costs. Then, you know, oils. I use oils, too. So I'm doing all of this to make sure that I'm the proper conduit for the person that I'm reading for or helping. That's why I don't do readings for donations. All right. The only time I would do a reading for a donation is a celebrity type request by request. But even that I'm going to charge, I think, I think the minimum is $10 or something and it'll be 30 minutes. I'm not doing any more than 30 minutes for that little bit of money because again, my readings are in depth. Metapsyche paradigm analysis is something I created to read celebrities and read foreign countries and read current events. That is a unique style of reading that I invented and it takes you into some deep rabbit holes and it also takes a lot of time and energy but when people have been wounded by the church or by a spiritual community or whatever by readers or you know fake spiritual people you know the bible did say false prophets would be in the world you know, I don't know why people are still surprised that they're in the spiritual community because it said false prophets. It didn't say only in the church. It said false prophets. It didn't say only in Baptist churches. It didn't say only in Catholic churches. It said false prophets. That means all around the goddamn world in every circle, so-called circle or um, school of thought. So there are people that I understand have been taken advantage of. I have this story too where I thought somebody was legit and they weren't. Y'all know I've been pretty open about that on this channel. But the fact of the matter is that doesn't mean that there's nobody out there doing the work. That, that, that there's nobody out there that's for real. That there's nobody out there that cares about people and that cares about you as a person and, and the, and the um, well-being of your soul and your path, okay? You understand then who you are, you having as much power and wherewithal and ability as you can have. Um, I've done career readings for people. And, you know, they've said that they know they need to do that. They just wanted, you know, reinforcement, <laughs> positive reinforcement, which I'm happy to do that. You know what I mean? Um, I don't have any problem with anybody winning. As long as they are not winning off of taking advantage of other people. Now, when it comes to that, y'all know I'm good for exposing that kind of shit, especially on a spiritual basis. Um, but when you, when it comes down to people saying stuff like, you know, um, well, so I was, I was, 
I know that because of what happened in 2020, I'm, I'm trying to rephrase this. Hold on. So sorry about that. I know that what happened with 2020, it gave a lot of people time with themselves, <clears throat> which was a good thing. We all, for the most part, had some time to do introspection, some time to ourselves, some time to really open our eyes and throw off the rose-colored glasses and say, this is what this motherfucker is. Meaning the world, the matrix, however you want to term it. This is what the fuck it is. This is what they do. This is where it's going now. We've got We've gotten here now. You know, no longer are we waiting for the contagion scenario to play out. It's played out. Okay, <laughs> meaning the movie Contagion. No longer are we waiting to see that day it's come. Okay, and this is just the beginning. No longer are we just, you know, um, munching popcorn and um, <laughs> excitedly watching the old school Stephen King's The Stand. Now we see that they reproduced it for 2020 and 2021, which I talked about a whole year ago. I talked about that in January, how they were bringing The Stand back. And how that was predicted programming. And how the stand was actually written in 1976, I think. Either 1973 or 1976. The stand book by Stephen King was written way back then. So see, like I said, they've been planning this shit for a long time. Greater than 20 years. I just said that the other day, like last week. Greater than 20 years they've been planning this shit. So when we went through 2020, it gave us... Oh... You know, it shook us awake and it was like, okay, this is what it is. This is, this is how things can be. Like things can be even worse. Like, oh, we were just going along with life and, uh, content with football games and fucking bitches and, you know, you know, um, worrying about our hair and our nails. And now here we are shut in, sick and shut in, you know, goddamn, uh, mask on, hand sanitizer, $14 a bottle, and bullshit like that. No Lysol on the shelves. The motherfuckers is hiding the Lysol. They're hiding the goddamn isopropyl alcohol and shit. They done, they take the goddamn toilet paper and the paper towels off the shelves at strategic moments to mark the, to mark the motherfucking price up and, and price gouge on people. They was price gouging on gasoline at one time I think. Then, you know, it was just a bunch of goddamn bullshit. And I'm not trying to get in that energy because I started out real calm, but I'm getting indignant when I think about all of this shit. Um, and so my soul is just getting riled up, so pardon me, please, but we saw what the fuck 2020 was about and a lot of people panicked and you know why people panicked because they said if i die tomorrow or if i die this year even with even if it's not from the <coughs> if i die this year what the fuck have i accomplished and where is my soul at spiritually am i accountable have i done the best that i could do am i harnessing the true power of my nuclear reactor, aka my soul, my soul, my sol. Am I on the path that I need to be on, or am I just comfortably in a rut? A lot of people took this time to look at themselves, which it was good for that. Twenty twenty vision, clear vision, clear vision, not just about the world, but about ourselves and about human beings and the nature of humans. So when we have individuals that get in a mindset of everybody's bad, nobody wants to help me. 
all the readers are full of shit the spiritual business and i was just talking to somebody about this and she was you know bless her heart but there's so much nihilism in what was being talked about and and it just reminds me of so many things I went through in my spiritual work, spiritual path in the early stages. It's natural to go through stages of nihilism, N-I-H, okay, I-L-I-S-M, which is the rejection of all religious and spiritual principles and the belief that life is meaningless. You got a certain element of nihilism if you think that everybody's in the spiritual business, you know, you know, just to play games. Like, not everybody's in it for that. Some of us have been on this life path for, for thousands of years. I volunteered to come here. I've talked about my past lives before. You know, there are older videos on this channel. I went back and made pretty much all my videos public. The only ones I didn't make public were like, you know, the ones where I was beefing with an ex and shit, but the rest of them are public, you know. Um, so anybody that's curious about the stuff I was talking about in early 2020, feel free to go back and watch and listen. Um, you'll probably have to do that on a laptop or on a computer because you're only going to be able to go back maybe six months on mobile, but feel free to go back and listen to what I was talking about in January 2020. I predicted a lot of the shit that happened that last year you know and so i've been there too when i was a spiritual newbie or um a so-called babe in spirituality and learning to trust my own intuition where i felt isolated and alone and disappointed and like i was you know a, a new bird a new baby bird just pushed out of the nest and my comfortable nest was religion but i knew i had to change and the most high God and goddess helped me change, helped me to have the strength to trust myself. And I'm like, wait a minute, if I can understand the Bible on this level, I know that I can understand anything else out there when it comes to things of spirit. So I don't need, a, you know, a, a pastor or a minister or an elder or deacon to break this down to me. I have the ability to break it down. Why? Because it's written on my heart and it's in my soul. I came from a higher realm where those words were formed, okay? So naturally, I would be able to understand it. And to be real with you, people in my family of the NSP sort, narcissistic, sociopathic, or psychopathic sort, NSP sort, were actually upset with me because I could understand the Bible as a child. I could read King James as a child and understand the, the these and the thou's and the shall's and the ye's and the shall nots and though I could remember I could understand all of that at a young age. They didn't know why I could understand they they actually got mad. Somebody got mad at me and my family for being able to understand King James and being able to understand the scripture I was reading. And being able to make sense of the parables and get the moral of the story at a young age. I'm talking well before the age of 12. And so they were mad like, you don't need to be reading that. And they snatched away the King James Bible and gave me a children's Bible. And I didn't like the children's Bible. Because I could tell the meanings were changed. And it just, my spirit never resonated with the children's Bible. I only used it because I was made to use it. But I really wanted my King James Bible back. And so once I got a little older, I got rid of that children's Bible. 
I gave it gave it to another relative or we, well actually I just put it on a bookshelf and because I've always collected books I've got hundreds of books hundreds of ebooks hundreds of print books I put it on a shelf and then I went back to the King James Bible but that just goes to show that even though I felt like I was comfortable in the former nest of religion when I got pushed out of religion um yeah I felt like I was you know without support for a while but I after a short period of time I got my bearings and it didn't matter whether I had support it didn't matter whether others agreed with me it didn't matter whether others thought I should read the lost books of the bible so-called lost books of the bible it didn't matter whether others thought I should read the apocrypha or the um you know book of ecclesiasticus or the book of enoch it, it never it didn't really matter all it was was a war of spirits and what it was was their spirit being against my spirit because no matter what i read it doesn't matter if i don't have a degree in it the higher powers always give me an understanding of it because of the what akashic records and because of what my soul being limitless some of you may remember that i shared with you um last year and it might have been in the springtime maybe april or may i shared with you that once i'm done with my work here in this lifetime i'm going to be able to leave here and go wherever i want to go and i mean the earth realm i'll be able to leave the earth realm and go wherever and i remember telling y'all that because that's what the most high said to me and the angels said to me and they said once you finish this you will be able to leave and do whatever you want to do and go wherever you want to go because you volunteered to come here so many times and you've done the work uh, so diligently and been so focused and gone through so many things that you will be able to leave and finally actually live out whatever eternity you want to live out in another system, meaning a solar, another solar system or star system. And I told y'all that and then a reading came out, a general reading by a reader said that and it came out and it said, when you leave here, you will be able to go wherever you want to go. So I knew because I had heard that and recorded it and posted it to my channel long before that general reading came out. When the general reading came out, like a week or two after that, um, I knew that I, I didn't hear that shit by mistake. And so I understand that when people get wounded in the spiritual community or their life feels like it, or their life is going in a direction that is very unsatisfactory um, for them, they can feel like, well, nobody wants to help me and, you know, um, it's useless, it's pointless. Let me explain something to you. If you are a black spiritual person, a man or a woman, and I'm not excluding non-black people, I'm talking about black people right now because I need to talk about black people right now. I'm not, you know, discriminatory. I love all people. It doesn't matter what you're... Look, my in-laws, my former in-laws were Finnish, okay? I don't have no problem with non-black people. I don't have no problem with Latino people. I used to be engaged to a Peruvian man from Cusco, Peru. Cusco is one of the oldest cities in fucking South America, okay? He's straight up Inca blood. Straight up Incan. All right. Then I had I have lineage down connected to the Maya and the Aztec. 
Okay, so it wasn't no damn coincidence that I ended up engaged to him because I I have lineage down there. Okay, that's another story for another day. So I don't have no problem with non-black people, right? But black people need to understand that you don't have rights. You don't, and I got a shout out. I know that I've been trying not to do the damn shout outs, but when Spirit say, Spirit say, got a shout out, Yusuf L. Peace to the goddesses, peace to the gods. Peace, peace, peace. Got a shout out, Yusuf L. If you're not subscribed to High Frequency Radio, I definitely say you should check that out, okay? Got to shout Yusuf L out because he's confirming stuff that I said six and ten months ago. That you don't have no motherfucking rights in this bitch. You don't have no constitutional rights. It is a lie. It's a farce. And this is not just for black people. But it's mainly for us. So. One can be mad. At. The gang stalking. The targeting. The sabotage on the job. The unfairness in the school system. You know. um, the, The salary caps. And. Um, difference in pay grades for women versus men and all that kind of stuff. We we can be mad at that shit. That's matrix bullshit. That's matrix programming. And I'm not saying that it doesn't negatively affect you because it's reality. It's real, but it's also virtual. So it's only going to affect you it being virtual. It being virtual is only going to affect you in a certain way as to how you allow it to affect you. Just say, fuck it. Okay, motherfucker want to pay me 50 cent less. All right, I'm black woman, 45 years old. I've been at this job eight years. Motherfucker want to pay me 75 cent less than Susie, who's redhead. White woman. You know, fuck it. God damn it. I'll just make it work. I mean, you cannot change a demonic system just by complaining. You cannot change it. I'm telling you, this system, y'all... I'm just going to have to come back another time and talk about this motherfucker here. I know I talk heavily about the Matrix, but I know that I'm going to have to come back and tell you just how old and trifling this motherfucker here is. Okay? I know I'm going to have to come back and do that because I already see it. I'm going to have to tell you the deeper aspects of this so-called realm. The rulers, the gatekeepers, the kings and the queens, etc. The principalities and the powers in high places, etc. The regional authorities, the state authorities, you know, the continental authorities, the authorities of upper earth, middle earth, and lower earth, the authorities of the motherfucking outer limits. I'm going to have to come in and tell you about all that shit. And please excuse my stomach for growling because I like to get on here early in the damn morning before I eat breakfast because that's when I my energy just is strong and I can just say what I need to say real quick. And then I'll go eat and then that, you know, that kind of like it tamps down on my fire when I eat. So I'd like to stop. I like to talk before I eat or when I'm almost about to have another meal because my metabolism is high. I usually have a meal every three hours maximum every four but i do have snack a snack in between so i usually 
say what I need to say in between meals. So part of my stomach growling. But yeah, I need to come and tell you about this here. Okay. How these motherfuckers on the outer limits ain't going to let you have no goddamn rights. The same hierarchy that you see in the political system is the same motherfucking hierarchy going on in the spiritual system. The same judges that you see on the benches in the spiritual, in the political, in the judicial system is the same kind of judges that are in the spiritual system. Okay. The same checks and balances in the re, in the so-called human system of the executive branch are the same checks and balances in the spiritual system of the executive branch. Where do you think they got it from? They didn't just get it from old Rome. The same motherfucking Senate from old Rome came from an older realm. Keyword realm, not an older country, not an older civilization, an older realm. All right. They showed you Thanos, the Natos in Guardians of the Galaxy. That's a different realm. Why? Because Thanos is the Natos, T-H-A-N-A-T-O-S, the Natos, meaning spirit of death in the Greek. Thanatos was a Greek spirit of death, but he's from another realm. And yet they showed you Thanos being uh, a system killer or wanting to, wanting to kill off systems, but yet he's from another realm. And yet he came where? To this realm. He came to what? The earth realm, right? Okay, so see, we're going to get to the nitty gritty on how this motherfucker works called the Matrix, aka Terra, aka Terra Nova. All right. We're going to discover some things about why you don't have no rights, but you need to understand you don't have no rights. So you're not going to go up against a man and not expect a man to put boot in your ass. Now, I will say when you have spiritual anointing, they will respect you. They might do their little tricks and shit, but they will respect you. I'll tell you that. See, I don't have no worries when it comes to shit about politics and you know judicial stuff and law i don't have no worries about that kind of stuff right and the reason why is because i'm just going i'm just me i'm just me i know the quality and the quantity of my soul and it's not even about arrogance it's just i'm gonna do the right thing and i know by me doing the right thing and saying the right thing to the best of my knowledge that the universe is going to have my back because any spiritual court, any physical job, any physical school, any physical place on this earth has to first answer, answer, excuse me, to the, my stomach is growling. If it has to first answer to the spiritual realm, right? So being that I have a legion of spirit guys, I know that they got my back no matter where I go. And you have to understand that too. I don't care if you're a spiritual newbie, so-called, or, you know, a, a so-called, like they say in, in the, in the churches, um, or in this, in Christianity, a babe in the spirit or a babe in the walk, in the Christian walk. I don't care if you're a babe in the walk. I don't care if you're a babe in the Christian walk or a newbie, whatever you would like, um, a, um, a novice, you know, um, uh, a neophyte, whatever you would like to call it. The fact of the matter is you still have power. Okay, you always have to remember that. And while it may seem scary and daunting and like nobody cares and like nobody's, you know, taking you seriously, you can't, you cannot get in that space for long. It is healthy to get those emotions out if you feel that way. 
you know, write it, express it, talk to somebody if you can. You do music, do art, something that you can get those emotions out because holding it in can make you sick and it can be detrimental to you spiritually. But ultimately, don't stay in that space for long of nihilism because nihilism is dangerous. The reason why it's dangerous is because it's tied to the dark side. And the reason why it's tied to the dark side is because it's tied to dark matter where they say dark matter is nothingness. It's the abyss. It's the pit. Okay. It's hell. It's Sheol. Um, it's Saturn's cube. It's, it's, it's just the black nothingness from whence a lot of things came or most things came. So when you get into nihilism... You go over in the dark side and you don't want to stay there for long because you need light to live, okay? You're still a living entity. You're still a living being with a soul, with a nuclear reactor. Anything that's nuclear has light, baby. You will never see anything that's nuclear not have light, all right? So when you get over into that dark side thinking of, oh, it doesn't matter. Nobody's going to help me. It's pointless, you know, um, family keep doing this, whatever, keep fucking up. I just can't win for losing. When you get over into that, it's perpetual victimhood, but it's also nihilism and it's connected to dark side programming. And what happens is when you get over into that, baby, you are being controlled by the dark side. All right. They really have their clutches on you when you begin to talk and think like things are meaningless and there's no point and all that. They really have their clutches on you then. And it's up to you to break free. I can give somebody the tools. I can tell somebody to heal or start healing. There are a lot of us so-called spiritual people who are what they call wounded healers. We can heal others, but... We may have chronic afflictions. We may have something going on with our body. We may have something genetic or whatever, you know, or we may have traumatic wounds or PTSD or CPTSD or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, if we were not first wounded, we would not know what it felt like in order, and we would also not have the same drive to help others. So when you have someone that's never experienced excruciating pain before, they're going to be less likely to empathize with you when you're in excruciating pain. When you have someone who's never experienced domestic violence or abuse or gaslighting or, you know, treachery and betrayal in relationships, then they're going to be less likely to be able to empathize with you. They're going to, they're going to be aloof. They're not going to know what you're talking about. You know, they're going to be in motherfucking uh, two of swords energy, kind of like stagnant, as we call it, two of swords energy not indecisive not making a decision or they'll be in two of pentacles energy juggling well i don't know the hemming and hawing as i call it and or we say in the south hemming and hawing meaning mean taking a goddamn sweet time aka known as beating around the bush or going all the way around the goddamn barn get to the fucking point this is what you need this is where you need to start go ahead and get on it if you're not gonna get on it then stop complaining this is what it is i mean because the more you complain you're, the more you're empowering your misery you are speaking words that empower your circumstances to remain the same. Now, none of us is perfect at this because I can be negative too. Everybody can be negative when they want to, but 
when you're in a bad situation and all you talk about is like nobody cares and it's no use and well then why are you talking just go on and lay down and die then god damn it just lay the fuck down and die and i mean it like that i f i'm not telling nobody to hurt themselves and i'm not making fun of that i'm saying god damn it if it don't matter then why why are you here it does matter so just watch that shit that's 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 along with dark side ai programming i don't mm Nah, I'm not going to entertain that BS. And when people start getting over into that, not only do I know that they're dark side AI controlled, I also know that they've taken some oaths that has got their soul shackled. Okay? Um, And I'm going to just leave that like that, alright? So, that has come full circle in why I don't do readings and spiritual path um consultations for free all right i also because when i'm i literally take on the symptoms of other people okay people have witnessed this um i also get sick sometimes before i read for people um a lot of things can happen tarot cards are not a joke okay I know that people think, oh, it's just a card game. And I know that on the back of, on the back of a lot of those boxes, it says U.S. Game Systems. But it's not a fucking game. There is real energy that comes through tarot cards. There is real um, spirit guides, real angels, real archangels, real entities, dark and light entities that exist. All right. I've already told y'all about the spirit in this house and how even the skeptic witnessed it and other people witnessed it and, you know, um, there's a lot out there. So, readings, um, you just have to be careful, number one, who you're going to, as I've said before, but you also need to be careful with how you speak about spiritual things brandishing tarot cards or brandishing readers and brandishing certain divinatory practices um can set you up for spiritual attack and sabotage and the reason why is because if you don't believe that there's any use to tarot reading or psychic gifts or whatever then you'll never get a positive message out of there even if you even if you deserve one you'll never get it because your judgment is clouded you're over into dark dark system dark realm ai programming because the most high created everything so it can be used for dark it can be used for light it's all a matter of your perspective you know, there's a quote out there that says, I no longer explain myself because people are only going to understand from the level of their perspective anyway. So it depends on what mindset you're in, whether you understand what I'm saying. It depends on where your spiritual place is. But I do not do energetic work for free. Absolutely not. And energetic work does consist of readings, channeling, dream interpretation, research of the like and stuff like that. I don't do that for free. I've done a lot of work on this channel for free. Um, and in the past, I was doing um, pro bono <clears throat> readings and stuff because I wanted to, you know, go go through like a trial and trial and error and stuff and, and kind of like 
see what my niche was. But now that I know that I'm one of the most gifted people on this platform and one of the most gifted people out here, um, I'm not going to just lay my shit out for free. I'm not. I'm just not. Um, I've been through so much fire and pain and stuff that uh, gifts have been unlocked for me that I don't even know what they are. I just know that they've been unlocked because I've been told that and I can feel that there are gifts that I don't really know how to use. I won't say know how to use. I can tell that there are gifts that I have that I don't know the name of. And so for me to be able to see down to somebody's cells and see back into their bloodline thousands of years um, and to see into other star systems and to see out into the cosmos, um, I don't even know if you would call that remote viewing because how can it be remote viewing when there's no human, real human concept of where this place is? You know what I mean? Like there's a human concept because of astronomy and high power telescopes and mathematics. But for me to be able to see out into a whole nother constellation and all of that and actually locate a star like I did on a podcast episode a year ago, and locate a presence that is there, that is coming from there, I know that I'm not from here. And I'm not going to let people who are either low-key jealous or hating or whatever use me for my gifts and take from me. Just like other people need money to live here, I do too. We all, all of us who are real people, deserve to be compensated for our gifts. Just like you work hard on your job, and you're sharing your gifts and your skills on your job with that employer. And you deserve to be compensated for your time, your energy, your effort, your skill, your filling of the void at that company or at that business. They Okay, if they need a records keeper and you're an excellent archivist and bookkeeper and you're filling that void and you are blessing that company by being an accurate records keeper or data data entry specialist, You deserve to be compensated for your skill and your gifts. The same for spiritual people. Do not get it twisted. For the people that think like this, this is not everybody, y'all. I'm just saying for the people that think like this, that think that spiritual people are just supposed to share their gifts and do whatever for free or for little to no cost. Nah, I'm telling you stuff about yourself that even you didn't know, or if you knew it, you didn't trust it. Nah, it's, it's deeper than that. It's way deeper than, oh, well, you know, it's just a reading. Nah, you don't know what can come out of a reading. And uh, so far, I've been damn accurate. I know I know I have. You know, I don't go around and say what my no accuracy rate. There's no way to test the accuracy rate. I just know that I always get positive feedback from my readings. That's that's all I'm going to say, you know, in my content. So, um. Just be careful with nihilism and be careful with people who are nihilistic in their in their thinking. All right, because not, not only is that connected to the dark side, it's also very narcissistic, okay? Nihilism is very narcissistic and it's Machiavellian. 
and those are considered Machiavellianism is considered a dark triad trait. Okay, so if you're nihilistic and oh, it doesn't matter and nobody cares anyway, you know, you're narcissistic. Like I said before, and studies and even psychology today wrote on this. People who are depressed are self-centered. They're constantly in a state of depression. They're all about me, 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 me. That's narcissism. They're actually highly narcissistic when they're st stuck in a state of depression because all they're doing is focusing on themselves. They, they only care about themselves. Very rarely will you see somebody being in a depression uh, over another person genuinely. Usually it's based on how they feel about the other person or how they feel about the situation, but it's all centered around me. Depression is all centered around me. And I'm not saying that people shouldn't be depressed or whatever. I know that mental health is a real factor out here. I'm saying that nihilism is also connected to narcissism because it, it, it makes people think, well, well, it's useless. Says who? who? Who gave you the right to say that? Who gave you the right to poo-poo everybody away just because you've had bad experiences? Like, come on now. Who do you think you are, really, if you're going to talk to people like that? And if you don't feel any use, it's any use why are you wasting your time? Seems to me if it's no use, you wouldn't be wasting your time with it. Seems to me if it's no use, you wouldn't bother, but yet you still bother. So that tells me your ego's talking or their ego's talking or whatever. So when people get into that energy, I I just automatically distance myself. You know what I mean? Because I don't have time for it. I don't have, like I said yesterday, I don't have time to go on a motherfucking misery train. I'm not letting nobody drag me down. All right, nobody. I don't give a fuck what anybody's going through. I fought my own goddamn battles. And I fought through a lot of stuff by myself with no um, support and stuff like that. And so, yes, people go through stuff. Yes, life is hard. But everybody has something. You know, um, and people that get beside themselves and are so egotistical and narcissistic and self-centered, they think that what they've been through is worse than everybody else. And it's like, wow, what a small point of view. What a small worldview. What a limited perspective. You cannot blame anybody else for your problems unless you were a minor child or unless you were held against your will or you know something forcible some forcible attack or assault happened to you you can't blame other people for the fact that your mindset is a certain way because you can always change your mind if you want to i think charles manson said that and matter of fact me and charles manson have the same birthday november 12th he said, you know, they can lock me up, but they can't free, they can't, they can't cage my mind. There's a whole universe inside of there. So you can change your mind if you want and decide to have a more positive outlook. But let me tell you, if you took oaths to sororities, to fraternities, to secret societies, and your life went to hell, that's your fault. You shouldn't have took the oath. You should have known better. 
And the reason why you should have known better is you should have checked the spirits. And I know that that sounds harsh, but spiritual newbie or not, if you took an oath, that you, you they have a right to you if they're making your life hell. And this goes for everybody that may be suffering for this, not just one person. I'm putting it out there just in general. If you took an oath to a certain society, um, a certain organization, a sect, um, a professional affiliation, whatever it may be, a religion, a school of thought, a doctrine, whatever it may be, if you took oath, you made a spiritual covenant with them, and your life later goes to hell, and those spirit those people are behind you, and or they're involved in making your life hell, you cannot blame anybody but yourself because you made the oath. You made the soul contract. You decided to do that. So you have gave them access to you. And it was a soul contract from before you came here, obviously, but still you took the oath. You can't say, I'm going to sign this contract, I promise to pay you back, and then be mad when they come after you. You can't say, okay, I promise to abide by the rules and laws of this organization or this society, and I bound until the day I die, and spirit and in flesh or whatever the oath is, and then be surprised when they make your life hell if you don't do what they say. Like, it don't work like that. Anytime you break a fucking contract, there are penalties. There are there are ramifications and consequences to that. This is this is logical, okay? This is not just physical contracts, this is spiritual contracts because spiritual physical contracts are predisposed with with spiritual contracts, okay? So if you made a covenant or a contract or a agreement with a sorority, a fraternity, a secret society, whatever, how you going to be mad if they're gang stalking? How you going to be mad that they fucking your life up? You made the contract. It's nobody else's fault. You shouldn't have joined them. You should know that when you join them, there's orders like joining the military. Yeah, sorry about that. I had an alarm, um, a reminder come up and it made my camera stop. So yeah, you should know it's like joining the military. When you sign up for the military, you have to obey. And if you go AWOL, if you disobey, you can get in serious trouble. It's no different. We have to, we as a people in general, a people this day and age, I'm not just talking about brown people or black people or people of color or ADOS, American descendants of slaves. I ain't no descendant of no slaves, damn it. Yeah, there might have been some uh, plantation owners in my family, but I'm indigenous. I ain't never came from Africa, okay? I'm indigenous to America. I belong here. I've already told y'all how I'm related to them old white men with a long money. Motherfuckers that established Baltimore and other places in this damn and Wake County and other places. God damn it. Damn reminder keep coming up. Um, so I'm indigenous. I've never felt like I was from Africa and a slave. There may be African blood mixed in somewhere, but nah, I belong here. I also got Mayan or Mexican on another side. So, but um, anyway, when you sign contracts, you have to consider what you're doing. Don't complain about breach of contract consequences when you signed up for the shit. 
It's almost like me saying, well, I got married, but I don't like marriage. Well, you should have found out what marriage was about before you got married, eh? You should have found out the duties and the ministry of a wife and a husband before you before in the and the responsibilities of a monogamous cohesive marital unit and the vows before you got in it right okay see we as people have to understand the nature of contracts mainly spiritual contracts because if you don't understand it on a spiritual level you'll sign up some shit on the physical level and then be surprised when you end up with boot in your ass or the man knocking on your door Okay, so we have to get to a place where we have a good grasp of these things, and that's why I'll be I'll be teaching more on that soon. Uh, once we get through the live stream schedule for this week, I'll have more topics coming up. Like I said, I got about eleven different podcast episodes I'm I gotta do. And now that the holidays are over, as I said, I can get back to work and and handle uh, business in that respect. But a lot more is coming. A lot more is coming. Um, but in my last part, I want to say this. You need to be very careful who you're engaging with. I told you about joining groups anyway. I told y'all, I said, don't join no groups right now. We in 10th and 11th house energy, Saturn and Aquarius, which is about groups. Okay. And humanitarian efforts. So you need to be careful who you're engaging with right now. And some of you, depending on what's going on astrologically related to your chart, some of you may be experiencing ostracization from or social exclusion from groups right now. And some of you may also be experiencing problems on problems on your jobs. Okay. Problems at work. And it's not to be. It's not for you to be surprised about because that's just that's just what it is right now, you know. Um, you also need to be careful with people coming up with scams to get money out of you uh, because that's going to be going on a lot. Be careful with people trying to get money out of you or services for free. And I'm not talking about spiritual services. Just I'm just saying in general, like people just finding ways not to pay you. People just finding reasons to try to get you to pay for stuff when really they already have the money to pay for it or people um coming up with things that you need to pay for which is not really necessary or maybe you don't have a legitimate reason to have to pay for it or just watch that kind of shit okay because we're just transitioning out of jupiter season of sagittarius and we're in Capricorn, which is still about money. So just be careful with people trying to fuck you over via money or trying to take money from you uh, unnecessarily or take services from you or work from you or get work out of you without compensation or get more than they give. Just be careful about the reciprocal energies because we're in devil card energy right now with Capricorn. All right. Um, really, that energy is not going to start to shift until after February the 1st. And when we talk about devil card energy, we're talking about binding people, um, obsession, um, people being greedy and money hungry, the seven deadly sins, uh, sabotage, subterfuge, gossip, 
manipulation um, from family members or family units, manipulation in uh, friend circles, sorcery, witchcraft, black magic, um, hexes, burying things in people's yards, people trying to get in relationships with you to bind you and to, to block your path, to block you energetically, to block your sight. People trying to join hands with you either literally or figuratively in order to um, pull you off in a different direction or to harness your energy. The hands are very, very powerful chakra centers, okay? So are the feet. Be careful who you're holding hands with. Be careful who you're laying next to. Be careful who you're hugging and physically touching. Try not to allow strange people or people that are just passing by or passing through your house to have access to your clothes, especially clothes that have not been washed or clothes that you have worn. So if you have relatives coming around, don't let them be in your bedroom or around your dirty clothes. If you have dirty laundry in the laundry room and you have relatives in your house or they come and buy a lot or people or friends, get that laundry out of that laundry room and put it in a place where they can't access it. That's a message for somebody, but it's actually applying to dozens of people. You need to be careful with your unclean clothes because we're in devil season. And if you want to know what the devil card looks like, I'm going to put it up as a thumbnail on this video. Now, I've talked about the lovers and the devil card. That idea came from me. So when I say that twin flames, the lovers card, Gemini card, the number six is the devil card, the number 15, which is also the number six. That information came from me. So if you hear any other tarot reader saying that on YouTube, that information came from me. I published that video a month and a half ago about twin flames and the devil energy. All right. So if you hear any other reader saying that, know that they got that from me. Nobody else on YouTube said that. All right. That, that's what I mean by specifically channeled information. And I hear that coming out of other people's mouths. Now, I don't mind them saying it as long as they're going to give credit to where they got it from. I'm the one who said that the lover's card is the devil card. I'm the one who said that. Me and me only. So anybody that came after me is biting. Now, I picked this up very quickly off of people. But I'm just saying. Um, you also want to be careful about your shoes. Don't leave your shoes out in the common areas of the house if you got visitors. Put your shoes away in the closet, under the bed, close the room door, whatever. Be careful about your cell phone. Uh, we're not. I'm not just talking about cell phones being stolen. I'm talking about cell phones being hacked and people um, being sent in to get in your phone to activate viruses. I don't know why it's going in this direction, but activate viruses, activate malware and spyware programs. You need to be suspicious of anybody who's coming in your house and always wanting to use your bathroom. You need to be very suspicious of that. You need to stop them from doing that, okay? 
If they always come into your house and the first thing they want to do is go in your bathroom or they always tell me, oh, can I use your bathroom? Stop them motherfuckers from coming to your house altogether and do a spiritual cleansing of your bathroom and of your house. And if you don't know how to do it, either Google how to do it or find a spiritual teacher or a spiritualist or an occultist that you trust that can either tell you how to do it over the phone or through message or email or that can come over and do it for you if you don't want to do it yourself. All right, watch motherfuckers that are coming in your bathroom at this time, okay? If you have family coming around and they've been in your shower and in your bathtub, you need to clean that out with ammonia. And you need to follow that up. Once you rinse all the ammonia off, you need to follow that up with vinegar, okay? And then you need to, I'm talking about, these are, this is applying to specific people, not everybody, but those who this message is meant for will know you need to follow that up with vinegar and then if you want you can do um you can make a mix of water sea salt and tea tree oil and pour it down the drain just a little bit you don't need a lot like no more than a pint okay mix you 10, 10 to 20 drops of tea tree oil, a teaspoon of sea salt and water and pour it down the drain after you've already cleaned it with ammonia and sprayed the vinegar um, on the towel and all around the tub and stuff. Let that ammonia sit for five minutes. All right, turn the exhaust fan on in your bathroom if you have an exhaust fan or open a window if it gets too strong. Rinse it down with water. All right, scrub it down if you need to, if it's dirty. Then follow up, spray everything down with vinegar or pour vinegar and wash everything down with vinegar. Let it sit for five minutes. Then rinse all the vinegar off and then you pour that solution that I just talked about down the drain. Because some of y'all got motherfuckers that came to y'all house over the holiday that left demonic spirits in your house. And some of them went down in the drain. Don't I know it sounds crazy, but I'm going to have to tell y'all another time about how the motherfuckers was coming up out of the drains in my old place where I used to live years ago. Okay, we're going to talk about that shit another time on some of the portals and ways that they use to get in your motherfucking house and cause problems. Okay, now you can't cover everything, but you can damn sure do a good job to where they don't want to come in. I've seen them come in a lot of different ways. You would not believe some of the things that I have seen. Okay, so some of y'all got people that was in your bathtub and or in your shower, even if they didn't take a bath, if they was in your shower and they got the wrong fucking spirit. I would suggest that you do the procedure that I just described to cleanse that bathroom. You definitely want to clean that bathroom. You want to mop them floors too. Not just for sanitary purposes, for spiritual purposes, okay? Because whatever they're harboring came out of them and could have, could have I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say did, whatever they're harboring possibly came up out of them in your house so you want to get that shit up out of your house um especially now that we're in so-called capricorn season and it's about money and stability and foundations and stuff and we're in a new year you definitely want to cleanse all right when it comes to personal cleanses you want to do a salt scrub a seat you can do a sea salt scrub to exfoliate your body or you can do a salt bath. 
and there are other ways to do, to do spiritual baths if you don't have a bathtub and you only have a shower then what you can do is you can mix up the solution and pour it over your body if you feel safe enough you can also um pour it over your head just lean your head back pour it over your head and your whole body and let it go down the drain all right and just envision all of that negative energy and toxicity and energetic and or filled smog washing off of you. I'm telling you it works. I have locks. So I definitely cleanse my energy like that. I'm not telling you how I do it because I got to keep some proprietary secrets. But it's important to do this, especially at a new year, to cleanse your home. Not just get organized and clean it. You know, as far as vacuuming, dusting, getting rid of old clutter, I'm talking about spiritual cleansing. You don't want the nasty energy from last year lingering in your house if you can help it. All right. Get get rid of as much as you can. If you don't have if you have things laying around that you don't need, get rid of them, sell them, give them away, whatever. And wipe down your windows, wipe down your window seals, you know, y'all wipe down your doorknobs, your light switches, you know. You could even wipe down the door, the front door, the side door, patio door, whatever. Um, you can use a solution of ammonia and water or vinegar and water for glass, um, for wood. You can still use the vinegar and water. Just don't let it sit. Just wipe it. Just make the cloth or the sponge damp. Wipe it down and let it dry. It'll dry, you know, and then I would follow that up. Burn you some white sage, some palo. I would prefer palo santo burn some palo santo if you don't have that white sage in the house make sure you have um you're safe when you're burning incense of course and don't leave candles and incense burning unattended and also if you don't have white sage or palo santo you could try juniper you could try cedar or mugwort all right mugwort or even yerba santa y-e-r-b-a santa s-a-n-t-a now um that's all i have so this turned into some spiritual cleansing recommendations but that's what spirit says some people need um if at any time there's something you can do um if you're feeling really really negative or you feel like um a, a nasty dark energy or spirit has gotten on you something you can do is you can soak your feet in salt water Sit down with a warm basin or bucket of water. Pour sea salt. Do not use regular table salt. Okay. Sea salt. You can get it from Walmart for like a dollar or, you know, they sell sea salt in a lot of places. Now make sure it is natural sea salt. You can either use natural sea salt or you can use Himalayan pink salt. You need to pour at least a cup of that in there. All right. Mix it up a little bit. You can add some essential oils if you want, like lavender, tea tree, clove, um, lemon, oregano, whatever you have. And soak your feet for 20 minutes. And see if your whole body don't feel clean. It'll probably also very like, you know, make your skin baby soft. But soak your feet for 20 minutes and... I bet you you'll feel like your whole body has been washed from the inside out. Like I said, the hands and the feet are very important chakra centers. Those are two places where people can attack you. That's why that laying on of hands, 
You got to be careful with that. You got to be careful letting people lay their hands on you, baby. Be very careful with that shit. Be careful with people touching the soles of your feet and touching your feet, too. All right, that's why I don't like going to get pedicures. I like it, but I'm very wary of it. I usually do my own pedicures because I don't want people touching my feet. Okay. And it's not about no creepy thing because I used to always go get pedicures. But when I became more spiritually aware of things, nah, I'm not putting my feet in that basin. Because mm -mm, I don't know who else is going to left their negative energy behind and I'm soaking my feet. Yeah, I know they clean it, but they're not cleaning it how I feel it need to be clean. And then, you know, you got your hands all on my feet. People can imbue spiritual energies into your auric field by touching your feet and touching your hands and the crown of your head and other places your belly as well your abdomen they can they can they can actually attach stuff to you they can put i'm gonna just say it simply they can put hooks in you that way all right what's what are some of the ways that they bound people bind people commonly they bind them where at the wrists or at the hands at the feet and where they bind their hands in front of their what in front of their abdomen Why do you think they do that? It's not just for security of binding the limbs. It's also symbolic of spiritual binding. We're going to bind you at the solar plexus chakra, at the hands and at the feet. And sometimes they'll put, you know, um, a bag over your head too. So they've bound you at the most important centers. But I'm done talking. Thank y'all for listening. I'll talk to you soon.